0: It's nine o'clock and the WMUZ life and finance team is on the air. To make sure we're all headed in the right direction, we at WMUZ have assembled a team of experts and every night a different expert is here to give advice about the issues that impact your life. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup.
1: It's Tuesday night. That means it's time for your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. This is the show dedicated to helping you live an extraordinary life. Our goal tonight is to give you hope, help you live with more energy, and help you experience health like never before. Welcome to your weekly checkup, Dr. Kramer. Great to be live with you tonight. Always oh, great to so, see you. Oh,
2: it's so awesome to be here. I'm um, so excited for a wonderful show that we have coming up, and I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. We're going to have a great time.
1: Absolutely. Well, this is a, um, a your weekly checkup first. We are streaming live on... Facebook and YouTube and all kinds of of awesome stuff and want to make sure that uh, we are getting this message out. You know, we are upper cervical doctors. And what that means is we are chiropractors who did uh, postgraduate training to learn how to take pressure off your brainstem and balance out your autonomic nervous system. And the reason that's so important is because Your um, nervous system is what runs the show. Your nervous system runs and controls and coordinates everything in your body. And so that means if you have headaches, we have to look to the nervous system. That means if you have um, indigestion, we have to look to the nervous system. That means if you have anxiety or depression or if your kiddos are vaccine injured or if they're um, on the autism spectrum or experiencing ADHD, we have to look to the nervous system. That's what we have to do. That's what we are best in world at. And so our offices in Ann Arbor and in Troy are surrounding the Metro Detroit area. But over the last um, 10, nine years that we've been on this radio show, Dr. Kramer and I have reached thousands and thousands of lives. We also have um, been guest speakers in different areas around the country, Um, and so we really are a... uh, Just we're really, really passionate about getting this message of hope and healing out. And um, over the last few years, what we've noticed is that there is there's been this trend of um, kind of this dichotomy, if you will, where there are groups of people who say um, enough is enough. Like, I'm sick of the government telling me what to do. I'm sick of other people telling me what I need to do for my family. This is ridiculous. There's a rat in the woodpile. We're not okay with it. We have to take control of the health of our family. It's not up to the government. It's not up to the, the 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 governor. It's not up to the laws. It's not up to the health insurance or sick insurance companies. It's not up to them. If it's to be, it's up to me. It's up to my myself. It's up to me for my family to be healthy. And then there are these other groups that say, oh, my gosh, we're not the experts. Let's go with what the experts say. And um, we want to let you know that, you know, we're here to offer you hope and healing and restoration and clarify, you know, what can be done with this. And so, um, yeah, we we've taken a very, very strong position on this. Uh, definitely catch some flack over it, but we don't care. I mean, uh, the, the truth will do. Right. And so that's what the that's what the, the big component here is.
2: Well, absolutely. We want the freedoms and the choice of what we put in our body or what have told what to do. Uh, we live in America and we want to keep that freedom and that choice there. Um, that's what it comes down to. Um, and as, as upper cervical chiropractors, we believe that the, the, the power that made the body can heal the body. We believe that healing comes from an inside out job. And we believe that we, um, you know, and, we, and we, we really want to help. And our motives are to help people's health in the best possible way. And we're um, least invasive to most invasive is our philosophy. We always want to do the most natural and then move into the most invasive. Um, and, you know, truly, that's what we're about. So uh, we're two upper cervical chiropractors. There's no twisting, cracking or popping. We've got an office in Troy, and we've also got one in Ann Arbor. And um, our number tonight is eight six six nine five two one. Five two one nine three five five. I almost gave my phone number out. That happens every once in a while. I am human. But uh, so we'd love to hear your calls um, as we go through tonight. And uh, we, we really we really are here as a resource to move forward in your health.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, we are super, super excited because What we've noticed, um, with all this political unrest, I mean, if you think about what's going on in our society right now, we are in, in the middle of some crazy, uh, situations where, um, it, it just is, I mean, the, the, the world is just going crazy. I mean, that's, that's the best I can say at this point. Um, the world is going crazy. We've got all this political unrest. We have all of this uh, this stuff going on where you know we're worried about COVID. We're um, you know it's negatively impacting the you know economy. It's negatively impacting people's health. Fear is at an all time high. Stress is at an all time high, which means the nervous system function is at an all time low. We're seeing people you know sicker than they have been. They're scared the economic impact is massive businesses have closed and it's, it's really, really, really big. And um, you know, there's, there's this big push. I mean, it's been five months since we've been able to be in church live. It's been uh, like restaurants are um, like not able to handle customers. And, and there's just, it's just weird. It's just, Totally weird. Um, if you're in Michigan, like we are, you know, the shelter in place order has been just goofy. That's extended till September. Nobody just seems to know what's going on. It's really a pretty intense, um, it, it's intense. That's the best I can say. And there, you know, we're having our freedoms stripped of us. We are concerned and we're frustrated. And some people say, well, I'm really disappointed um, about the fact that, you know, you guys in our office, you guys are wearing a mask, that's really disappointing to me. And other people say, well, um, you know, we're disappointed that you disagree with that. I've caught some flack when I've said publicly, I disagree that we should have to wear a mask. It doesn't really do anything. Um, uh, Anthony Fauci says that I mean, we're, we're talking about these things. Um, but we definitely are in a situation where things are weird and that's and, 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 and so we want to be a light. We want to provide um, direction out of this forward into health and safety for you and your families. But that's going to require us all to stand up for our freedoms. And so we have got a killer show for you tonight and we're super excited
2: absolutely absolutely you know it's 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 very interesting um you know 2020 is such a such a you know Different time than it's ever been, and we've got you know concerns about if the schools are going to open or if they're if they're going to be homeschooled or they're going to be virtual or in person. That's a whole other debate that every family is struggling with as well right now, and what's going to be best. I mean, if you're an educator, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, I literally talked to a mom that quit her job as a nurse uh, this last week because she needs to stay home with her three children that are going to be all virtual. And uh, you know, there's there's it's gonna be a big ripple effect as far as, you know, our other essential workers and supply and demand as as, as things move forward. And I know we're supposed to have a guest on tonight and uh hopefully our guest will be joining us shortly because we are kind of hyping this up and we just really want to get to the meat and potatoes of today. Um And uh, I don't know. um, I'm just so excited about our guest that is going to be joining us. I know Dr. Lozar. I know, kind of keeping everybody in eggshells here. This is kind of a big deal, kind of a really big deal in our world. And uh, I know uh, Dr. Jonathan Lozar is going to introduce him because we are pumped that we have this awesome (laughs) guest on tonight. So he just joined us a a couple minutes behind, but we we got the filler in, and uh, we want to have a great show with the wonderful. Del Bigtree tonight. So Dr. Jonathan Lazar, will you take it away?
1: I sure will. Well, we're super excited uh, to have Del Bigtree on with us. We um, have been a, uh, we've been a huge fan. There we go. We've been a huge fan of uh, Del Bigtree and uh, we've seen the documentary Vax. Del Bigtree is, uh, he's a TV and film producer. He's CEO of the anti-vaccine group, uh, informed Consent Action Network, and he produced one of my favorite documentaries called "Vaxed: Cover Up to Catastrophe, Uh, did some work with Dr. Andrew Wakefield, and works a lot with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and uh, just really, really excited. And the reason we asked him to be on the show is because, uh, first of all, uh, we believe in truth. Uh, We're huge believers that the truth will do. You don't have to cover stuff up. You don't have to um, shut people up. You don't have to silence their message or try to do that. Um, If people are telling the truth, uh, there's really nothing else that needs to be done. And so we've been huge proponents on – Um, really speaking up for the last 10 years on this show about vaccine injury, about the um, court cases with pediatric neurologists showing the connection between MMR vaccine, crossing the blood brain barrier and autism spectrum cases. And, and we have just done a tremendous amount of work on that. Um, And then personally working with freeing up the nervous systems of kiddos in our offices that have, um, ADHD, autism spectrum disorder, sensory processing, pervasive developmental disorder, and huge connections with that. And so, um, I've been a huge fan of Dell Big Trees over the years and have followed his stuff. And um, I recently was just disgusted to find out that um, Google, who owns YouTube, canceled his YouTube channel. And I thought this is ridiculous. Uh, so we gotta, we gotta have him on. So Del, thank you very much for being willing to be on with us. Thank you for joining. Um, are we're live on WMUZ on your weekly checkup and, uh, we're streaming live all over our, you know, Facebook feed. So thank you so much for being on and welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me and appreciate you being brave enough to discuss, I think the most important topic on the planet today. So here we are.
1: Absolutely. So tell us what's going on with this mess about, you know, so so you you have a much, much, much larger audience than we do. Um, But I can tell you uh, a few months ago, I posted a screenshot that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. posted. Um, I actually just grabbed it and reposted it. He was calling out um, um, Anderson Cooper for saying some non-scientific crap on his show on CNN and I grabbed a screenshot that um, was on there about how the the Pentagon published an article that milita- that people that received a flu shot expressed covid 36% more than anybody you know than than people that did not get a flu shot correct well I grabbed that screenshot and I shared it on my Instagram and then they pulled the post saying that it misrepresented scientific data. And I thought, I'm not representing anything you just published the science.
3: Yeah. Like it's an
1: actual article.
3: Conclusion of an actual of of an actual study. Yeah.
1: I mean, I didn't even offer an opinion. I didn't offer an interpretation. It literally was, here's the Pentagon study, and then it got pulled. So I was like, okay, there's a rat (laughs) in the wood pile. There's some crap going on. So I want to hear what happened with yours. I wanna know how many how many YouTube um, subscribers you had and and what happened with your channel.
3: Well, well, let me first of all say good on you for just publishing, like posting of uh, science and and not putting your opinion in. You're a better man than me. I mean, I think <laughs>
1: the,
3: and the reason I get in trouble is I actually have an opinion on these things. And when I read them, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to, like, state my opinion, which was exactly what I thought is the point of Twitter and Facebook and these social media networks, right? It's so that we can express ourselves and say, hey, did you see this study? Here's how it affected me. A natural conversation, right? That's what we do in in a modern society that has these great tools that we can visit each other in each other's living rooms. Even if we're locked down or some ridiculous pandemic, we can still communicate and have opinions and talk, as though we are like with each other. And that's what I've been doing. And so it's ironic that, you know, that's what has gotten me kicked off of the platforms that were designed for us to share opinions. Apparently now there's bad opinions. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and assume that based on, you know, the rules of Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, there's, you know, there's illegal opinions, which is what's crazy, right? How is the, how is it I have an illegal opinion based on your bylaws or your rules and that's what i think we really have to start discussing um what i think has got me at the center of this whole issue and it was an incredible week i lost my youtube channel i was threatened by facebook the same week that they were going to take down my facebook channel uh all of that the same week on monday of that week uh we watched the uh frontline doctors uh, the american frontline doctors summit where a dozen or so doctors stood in front of the Supreme Court in D.C., uh, Breitbart put out a video where they simply shared the anecdotal experience of providing their patients with hydroxychloroquine, seeing incredible success that beat all of the other stories we're hearing in hospitals and doctors in New York and you know wherever that were having more death rates, saying, "Hey." When we give our patients hydroxychloroquine, they're like almost none of them are dying, right? And so we believe we have a treatment. We believe this pandemic's over the moment we have a treatment, and therefore our kids can all go back to school. We're going to be okay, America. Uh, this is the voice of, of of medical, you know, doctors holding real licenses, telling their true stories. That video on Monday, this is about three weeks ago, I guess now. Um, had 17 million views in six hours. And then YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter took those videos down. And to make it even worse, the website that was designed by those doctors, they were simply sharing their, their medical experience with their own patients. And by the way, we're carrying a letter to Washington signed by 600 other doctors that agreed and verified that experience. Um, they not only were shut off the social media; their own website was taken down by Foursquare, that apparently sided with whatever you know controlling body is behind all of this and shut their website down. Um, that I th- I'm calling that the greatest act of censorship in the United States of America as I know it. Michelle, um,
2: so, how, how many people did you have on your channel?
3: So I think you know, on YouTube it's interesting, right? We we don't yeah. really know, but let let's say subscribers. We were approaching uh, nearly 200,000 subscribers on yeah. our YouTube channel. We would have between um, three and five thousand live viewers for my weekly talk show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, called The High Wire with Del Bates. Yeah. That was our channel.
0: Mm-hmm. I've done
3: 160 uh, 176 episodes. Over the last three years, every Thursday, never missed a beat every Thursday for over three years. Here's what's interesting. Um, We would have, you know, three to 5,000 live viewers, and then we would get between 100,000 views by the end of the week before I do my next show, or sometimes up to a quarter of a million views. Um, But I was starting to really question those numbers because I'm at the point now, having done this show long enough and traveled the country, where when I walk through an airport... Almost every airport, somebody walks up to me and says, oh, Dell, Big Tree, right? I love your show, The High Wire. I love what you're doing. And I was saying to my yeah. team, you know, it's hard to imagine that I'm in virtually every airport and every third restaurant if I'm reaching thousands or tens of thousands of people. Let's just be realistic. I have a yeah. worldwide show. You know, the Internet goes to the entire world. In fact, one of the things that tipped me off is I was in Israel last year. I'd been invited out by some people that wanted me to speak to their audience, which was huge. Over 1,000 people showed up. But while I was there, somebody said, you know, the Hasidic Jewish community won't show up to this rather modern approach towards a talk. Would you do a talk just for the Hasidic Jewish community? I said, sure. Mm -hmm. And so they said, let us see what we can put together tomorrow night. And so they put out a call to that community and said Del Big is going to be speaking on vaccines, and 850 people showed up. knowing who i was and so these are the things that is you know you you start wondering wait a minute am i being lied to about our numbers or what's going on or what we're seeing and so to prove that point our youtube channel came down that same week that the you know frontline doctors uh were censored and we put out a video everywhere we could facebook and everywhere else and said Come to our website and watch the show at thehighwire.com. There we know we can control it. We will Mm. be there no matter what. And on Thursday, we did the show. And about seven minutes in, our our website crashed. Now, we had been up all night because YouTube was our player for our website. Um, Anyone that uses any tech at all will understand what I'm talking about. So we had to find a new private company that would stream the video to our website. And I thought, wow, did we get like 10 or 15,000 people all at one time? I mean, if 3,000 and the ones that usually watched on the website all doubled up, maybe we just overwhelmed it. Well, 3 days later we had got our analytics on our website, which we, you know, everyone can get. YouTube's been giving us analytics saying you had 3 to 5,000 live viewers. We had 221,000 people trying to watch our show live on our uh-huh. website. Which immediately in that moment, we recognized, oh my God, we've been being lied to. When we asked those that are watching YouTube to come to our website, we got buried by nearly a quarter of a million people, Um, which tells me what I had been suspecting. We are being not only shadow banned where people have trouble sharing us, which has been going on for months and months. You have to recognize that there's not a single algorithm. Which is why when we all started getting involved with social media a few years ago, if you have a popular video where uh, you know 500 people are watching at one time, you would be put on all these other people's feeds saying, hey, this is a really popular video right now. Right, and so right. you would get millions of views. We I did a video about um, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, talking about vaccines, a three-minute video that got – millions of views within two days. That hasn't happened for a long time because the algorithms no longer work in our favor, which I'm fine with. In fact, the algorithms are designed to work against us. They are centering and, and, and keeping some people that they can't share it with, they can't share the video. I, I, if you watch our feed, they'll say, I'm trying to just share this video and Facebook won't let me or YouTube won't let me. So in the face of all of that, we have still been growing every single week. We've been seeing bigger and bigger and bigger numbers. Um, so all of that being said, there's been attempts at shadow banning and other efforts to lie to us. And now YouTube finally shut us down. I'm going to assume Facebook is going to shut down my channel any moment now. And we are involved in building a very robust website and asking people go to the highwire.com, sign up with our email list so that no matter what happens in this world and how crazy the book burning and censorship becomes, we'll always be able to reach out and tell you where to find us and, what, and the truth that we're trying to share.
2: I love it. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to your weekly checkup with Dr. Jamie Kramer, Dr. Jonathan Lazar, and our wonderful guest, Del Bigtree tonight. We are so excited he, he is here. He's one of the leaders in the anti-vaccine movement, and I would love for you to share with our listeners tonight how did you start talking about vaccine and health freedom? Like how did how did that begin for you? Like for people that might be hearing you for the first time.
3: Yeah, so I was a producer on the CBS talk show, The Doctors. I was. I won an Emmy award after six years of working on celebrating the best that science and medicine has to offer. It was an incredible job. Um, I got it because I was I was a producer on the Dr. Phil show for about four years, um, and then Dr. Phil's son Jay McGraw created the Doctors, and I went on to help uh, with that process. And so I'm a fan of science, and the Doctors really instilled that in me. We were reading medical journals and finding the best surgeons and doctors and cutting edge techniques and the advancements of science and medicine. And in the middle of all of that research and being there's seven producers on the show that produce a show every single week. So if you imagine when you're watching TV and you see shows Monday through Friday, that means that there's about five of us, at least in our case seven, that produce a show for every day to fill the whole year. And that's how that works. So I would produce one of the shows you were watching on the Doctors. I'd find all the guests, all the stories, and I, I think I could say that I was one of their more favored producers. My shows rated very high. Um, and the problem that came up was in the middle of doing all of those investigations, I had one of my inside sources reach out to me and say, "Dell." There's a huge story that's about to break. We have a whistleblower inside of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that's going to come forward and say that they, in the vaccine safety studies at the CDC, that they've committed scientific fraud. And more specifically, this doctor, Dr. William Thompson, is going to provide documents, 10,000 documents, showing that they hid the evidence in an MMR autism study, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, study that the us uh cdc did between 2000 2004 when that question around the mmr vaccine its connection to autism he is going to come forward and say they hid from the public they know that that vaccine is causally related with autism um so that's what started me on this journey i pitched it to my show you have to understand we're a medical talk show I knew we were sponsored by Pfizer, Snowflake, Aventis, and Merck. And also, we were really good friends with the CDC. And this was going to be a story that was going to out a cover up inside of a government agency, uh, you know, over all the way back in 2004. So, you know, nearly 15 years ago. So, 15 years of children being injured, and the government had caused that. So, obviously, my show said, no way, Dell, we're not touching that story. We're not going to piss off the CDC. Uh, We're not going to piss off our sponsors. And so that began a journey for me, a moral journey, really. One of the first I had. I really enjoyed working on that show, but I really had to ask myself, you know, can you look the other way? And then two weeks later, as promised by my source, the story broke online. We heard recorded uh, phone calls and evidence where William Thompson was saying, every time I see a child with autism, I feel guilty. I can't believe what we did, what we did. Um, that led to me really finding, um, that story and getting involved in making a documentary about it called "Bax," uh, which is, which I made that documentary. I knew I was going to kill my job at the doctor's and probably any future job in television because farm is deeply involved with all of the programming and television. Um, I'm one of those people. It just didn't matter. Honestly, it was just too good a story to pass up. Mm. You know well, when how you're can people watch
2: yeah. Vaxxed right now you know I'm so sorry for, inter- uh, for inter- no, you, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to do right now.
3: yeah, well, it's been censored off of Amazon where we had a deal for Amazon Prime members to be free yeah. forever. Uh, it got cut because Adam Schiff uh, reached out to Jeff Bezos and said take down all these documentaries about vaccine safety or whether or challenging the safety of vaccines. But if you want to see Baxton, you really should. If you have not seen that film, yeah, I agree. Um, it is really a powerful, powerful film. And it's not just because I was involved in the people that told their stories and sacrificed their lives and really took risks to be a part of that. Um, you will never see a film like that. You can always go to BaxterMovie.com, uh, which is the distribution company that puts it out there. But my understanding, I was just in an interview this morning where someone said that David Icke, has used his own website to put up facts. Um, I don't make any money from whoever's putting it out there. Uh, so I just want you to see it. Um, you know, that, one that, of the things I would say too about that, if you
1: for all of our listeners and everybody watching live around the world, um, a couple of things I, I want to mention about that. Number one, if you want to um, keep the wool over your eyes and if you want to just kind of pretend that you can play it safe and you want to think that the government and big pharma and um, the American Medical Association and um, all of these things, if you think that they're out, if, if they have your best interest in mind, do not watch Vaxed because it's a full expose on the stuff that goes on now, Dr. Kramer and I see this all day, every day. We take care of kiddos every day with neurodevelopmental disorders, and the number of times that um, we hear, "My uh, Noah was fine. He was fine until he was 18 months old, and then he got um, his vaccines at you know again at 18 months and." I asked his pediatrician. His pediatrician said it had nothing to do with that. But about three days later, he stopped talking. He started flailing. He started walking on his toes. He started screaming. He started – and it's just like you hear that over and over and over and over again. Um, Now, the good news is there's hope. The work we do actually reverses a lot of that, which is just – I mean, it's amazing. I, I love that part. But it's horrible. And we didn't vaccinate our kids. And in an order in Washtenaw County in Michigan, in order to do that, we had to go to the um, health department, which was a joke. Dr. Kramer and I went to school for nine years. We pass immunology boards. We've taken toxicology. We know we've taken nutrition, which our medical doctor friends have not. Like, we know that the fuel we put in our body and the toxins we put in our body, we know how that affects the nervous system. And there's a reason we don't prescribe medication. Like, if, if we thought it would help, we would, we would do it that way. But we know better. And the reality is, when they were asking me... Um, to fill out a form why are you not vaccinating your kids i put five bullet points dell i said national vaccine injury compensation program mmr vaccine crosses the blood brain barrier barrier Vera's database i i just like literally yeah. bullet point, and they looked at it and they're like oh well i guess we're not going to change your mind i'm like of course you're not going to change my <laughs> right. it's not an opinion like no. you car car seat manufacturer Manufacturers are not indemnified if their if their car seat malfunctions and a baby dies. Yet, vaccine manufacturers, pharmaceutical companies, um, are are held completely harmless. They're totally indemnified with all of these injuries, and then these families get billions of dollars of payouts from the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. And then they're like giving gag orders, like part of their settlements, as you know, I'm kind of just saying this to catch listeners and and viewers up. um, They're not allowed to say anything. It's like, when are we going to wake up? So I appreciate your your voice in that.
2: I just want to clarify, since we are in Michigan, my son started kindergarten today. It was his very first day of school and we, we chose not to vaccinate our children. I have a couple children and we filled out the same form but I like to tell the parents out there that are in Michigan we are vaccine for choice state you is a form you fill out a lot of times people feel like they have to vaccinate to go to school or to to have child care that is not true and you can be part of Michigan for vaccine choice which I, I strongly strongly uh support and always donate my money to and that is available and we've also got some links to that on our weeklycheckup.com website. Um, we have have some information on the form that you can fill out um, that is from the state. And I don't think we have the Michigan for Vaccine Choice, but it's another great organization to be part of to get some information if you are local and confused about that or just not sure. But it is a choice. and I hear that oftentimes that people feel like, oh, I have to have it to go to school. In our state, we're blessed, we're fortunate. We don't have to have it. Yes, it will require a small Zoom call. That's what it is this year. And then you you pick it up so it's, it's very simple and uh, if that is something you're interested in uh, please check those areas out
3: let me be perfectly clear too when you're saying you have to have it, you don't have to have it just like you know me your your viewers are in multiple states i want to say this i pulled my kids out of school i have been in a four well, actually five year investigation now starting in 2015 into 16 of vaccines i'm the only reporter i know in the world that work for CVS that has focused my entire attention on one product uh, made by pharma and really one word, one part of that discussion. When we hear vaccines are safe and effective, my nonprofit, and I have a legal team with one of the greatest lawyers ever to approach this issue, has focused on one side of that. Are vaccines safe? I'm only now beginning my investigation into are they effective but the question was, how do we prove they're safe? And I will yeah. tell you that every, we have won four lawsuits now against every government, virtually every government, health agency, health and human services, the CDC, the FDA, and the National Institute of Health. I am in newspapers all the time, New York Times, Washington Post, that say that I'm spreading misinformation. I would say this. You should try to win lawsuits against government agencies using misinformation. Yeah. We're winning because we're right. And I will tell you this. I don't care what state I live in, you will have to shoot me before I will put one of those vaccines into my children. Now, let me be clear. You've referenced me as an anti-vaccine advocate. I'm not anti-vaccine in general. I'm not against the idea that we may someday have safe vaccines or for something that is truly deadly or harmful. I am always open to changing my mind about science, but my nonprofit has proved that not a single one of the 16 vaccines in our childhood program that is given in 54 doses or 72 ultimate vaccines, because some of those shots right, are, have multiple doses in them. We're giving right. 72 vaccines to our kids and there is never, ever, ever, I've won this in court now so I can be honest, not one of those vaccines was ever tested against a saline placebo, which is the only way to establish safety. The gold standard for every drug we take and every drug we take goes through the study. One group gets the drug for about three to 10 years and the other group gets a, if it's a pill, it's a sugar pill painted Mm -hmm. to look just like the the, uh, drug or if it's an injection, the other placebo group, as we all know it, gets a saline injection. Only vaccines skip this process, which means there is absolutely no scientific way to say that vaccines are safe. And so I don't say I'm anti-vaccine. I am anti-injecting any product into my children or myself that have never been through a proper safety study and that are, as you pointed out, fully protected from liability so that if it injures me or my children, I cannot sue the person or the company that made it. It's the only product like it. These are the changes that need to happen. And then we can discuss whether I'm still anti-vaccine. But currently. I would never put one of these vaccines that have never proven safety against the placebo and have complete liability if this billion dollar drug industry thinks that vaccines are so great and it's only one in a million being injured, which would be less than every drug they make, then certainly they can afford the lawsuits so let's take away the liability protection for these products there's a reason they don't because in nineteen eighty six when there was liability, they blackmailed our government. Why? Because vaccines are the one product they make that as they described, it, and this is listed and written by the Institute of Medicine, saying they were not making a profit on vaccines because there were so many lawsuits for death and injury in 1986. They could not make a profit. Wrap your head around that. We are talking about the drug industry. They had one sector that couldn't make a profit because it was so fallible. That's what we're talking about. Ronald Reagan was blackmailed and the industry said, we're gonna stop making all vaccines if you, the government, doesn't protect us from liability. Ronald Reagan hated the idea, most of Congress did, but just like today, even worse today, it was the most powerful lobby in Washington and they beckoned to that industry. And so now we have products, and it exploded. We went from 11 vaccines in the 1980s to now 54 vaccines, overnight virtually, because suddenly they didn't have to test for safety. They weren't being held liable. And now we have the sickest nation of children we've seen in in the industrialized world and really the sickest generation of children in the modern age. Uh, To be perfectly clear, in the 1980s, when there was liability, and the industry only had 11 vaccines they were giving us before the age of 18, our chronic illness rate, which includes autoimmune and neurological disorders, our chronic illness rate in our children was 12.8% of our kids had a chronic illness when we got 11 vaccines. Now that we're giving 54 vaccines, our chronic illness rate in America is now 54% of our kids have a permanent lifelong disability, either autoimmune, or neurological disorder. That is the greatest decline in children's health, in human health, in medical recorded history, which is why I left my job winning Emmy Awards on a medical talk show to investigate this issue. This is the most problematic product. I think it's one of the greatest cover-ups in world history. And now it's being revealed because people are finally watching, as we call it, the sausage being made this covid-19 right. vaccine is being made right before our eyes so we, let's talk about yeah, that yeah go ahead yeah. Yeah. yeah well so so we've
1: got this um we've got this sars virus that you know what is touted to have been accidentally you know released or exposed in china and then now somehow it like skips india skips you know like a natural progression a moderately weak virus would would take uh skips a lot of that stuff kind of goes to iran goes to italy comes to the united states by way of atlanta then like starts wiping out old age homes and gets into new york and new jersey and then out into it like it's just it's the weirdest thing i have ever seen in my life and um So I, of course, have an opinion, um, but nobody's on on here to hear mine, right? Um, So I'm curious. I mean, I'm curious. What I want to make sure we touch on in in, in the last 20 minutes is we know vaccines are a joke. We know they're a cover-up. We know it's corrupt. We know that Bill Gates is on, what is he, on six? Is he on the board of six pharmaceutical companies? I think that was the last number I read last um so it's interesting to me that this, this billionaire tech guru who has the um you know the, the goodness of the world at heart or something. Um, is is doing mandatory vaccines. So every in time Africa, he gets a chance,
3: says his number one goal is to reduce population. Let's reduce not reduce population. I mean, and, and I'm not putting that on him. Literally, no, no. You, I could he, show you the three or four videos where yep. he goes out of his way to say his number one goal is reducing population. Let's population miss,
1: control. Right. And if right. we get the vaccines <laughs> right, we can control the population better. He has yeah. he has said that. I've also seen those videos. So we've got that, and so people are like like trusting what this tech guy who stepped out of Microsoft then stepped down from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and I can't say what his motives are I don't know the guy I've driven by his house one time like I don't know the I don't know the guy but it seems reasonable to me that if I were on the board of if I had a financial interest in six pharmaceutical companies and I had a platform the size of Bill Gates just plausibly I may be kind of promoting that I mean, I wouldn't, but I think maybe people could. But I want to know your take. I want to talk about COVID-19, um, the, why there's this economic impact from a virus that's weaker than other SARS viruses, that's not infected. It's still... Hasn't infected as many people as the swine flu, yet we're collapsing an entire economy over this. And then I want to know if you think 5G is involved in that. If if you have an opinion, you know whatever. But I'd, I'd love to hear yeah. what your
3: thoughts are. First of all, it's really funny. I take so many questions from people that really haven't investigated this, but to actually listen to your route through, you know, Iran and missed India. It's quite. You never know when you're sitting in an interview how the question is going to come to you. But good on you for. Uh, Doing your investigation and research that you've done, Um, there's a lot to that question, and there's a lot to this issue. I can say to begin with that I've spent, I I traveled, I was in 150 flights last year, uh, going to state capitals and speaking at events almost every weekend there was. uh, For the last several years, you know, I would have to visit a couple days just for my kids to remind them who I am. So what I was saying on those stages was this. is the most powerful lobby in Washington. They're out spending oil and gas two to one. We're fighting wars in the Middle East for the amount of money oil and gas pours into our government officials, our congressmen, our senators, and our presidents to put them in place. What is it is gonna get? They're spending twice the amount of money. I, I said that they're not just doing it in America, they're doing it around the world. And I predicted, especially the last year, I've been emphatic about this, saying virtually at the end of every talk I gave, pharma is going to attempt to take over the governments of the world. That is my prediction. There's going to be a pandemic. They need every human being on the planet in their hands in a vaccine program. They're taking away our exemptions in California, in Maine, in every state. They are trying to take away our exemptions, not- because they really care about that 1% of the ultra anti-vaxxers that are not vaccinate their kids, but because they want 340 million Americans and 7.5 billion human beings indebted as human pin cushions and essentially ATM machines for the pharmaceutical industry. Those are lines I've said before any of this pandemic. Yeah. So the I've moment the pandemic came, I said, oh boy, Here we go. Now, at first, I didn't know if it was man-made, if it was released, was a biological weapon. I had all the same concerns, and frankly, I had no problem locking myself down because I don't know how crazy these people are. At first, I thought they might all, even our own government, releasing a virus upon us that demands the need for a vaccine so that I will adhere to a vaccine program. But what I, with the high wire, and because I have a team of scientists internationally around the world, and by the way, more and more scientists now contribute off the record to me because we have been so accurate in all of this. I get calls all the time saying, I'm in Germany, I've been watching your show. And at first I thought that you were really radical or you know, somewhat bombastic, but I've recognized that your science is immaculate on the high wire. I don't know how you're doing it, but I would like to contribute. If I could stay anonymous, I'll provide you with the science we are finding here and secret databases. That's what the people wow. of are wow. experiencing. I'm showing them databases, data collection systems that are international, being used by you know countries, all being revealed to me by inside sources. So it's a dream come true as a reporter. But all of this to, to say that I eventually recognize as we started really looking at the actual data and we got away from their projections and the models uh, the high wire we predicted the fall of the imperial model i think in in, in april if not may uh, of, of this year so long before we found out that there weren't going to be 500,000 deaths in the uk and 2 million deaths in america as projected we were looking at the real death rates and data coming in from the different nations and it, it was clear that this thing had been overblown i'll say this i haven't signed off on whether this is man-made or not I have had scientists that represent both positions on my show, my, the high wire, I simply seek to investigate in front of people. I call it a completely transparent investigation where I want the audience involved with what I'm learning while I'm learning it. Um, I'm still waiting for definitive evidence either way. I will say there is a lot of scientists right now quietly telling me this is now, we have the proof it's man-made. I don't know if that's the case, I will continue to investigate it, but there does seem to be a wave coming our way. I don't jump at those types of conclusions. You have to prove it to me, and that's why you know I, I take science seriously. No one on either side to me has shown definitive proof that you could say there's, this is the end of the conversation. But I want to say this about COVID-19. It is clearly, whether it's man-made or natural, does not have anywhere near the death rate that we had been told. In fact, if this is a bioweapon, it's one of the weakest bioweapons ever I think think of, you know, Austin Powers and is like, I could kill
0: 100,000
3: <laughs> people. Like I'm sorry, that doesn't make a difference in this world. Now, I don't want to discount or or be insensitive to this very small percentage of people in America and around the world that are succumbing to this what is really a cold virus, coronavirus is one of the cold viruses that we uh, deal with every year. It's just as infectious as a cold virus. Uh, if we had ever decided in any year to blood test every person in America to find out if they were contagious with a cold virus, you would have found the same alerting, astonishing realization yeah. that people that don't even have symptoms, oh my God, by the way, you have a cold, what? Shut down the school. I mean, that's what's going on, right? We're yeah. taking an investigation is something we've never dissected before. That's all that's right. going on. Everybody that had a sniffle last year, millions of us, you yeah. know, tens of millions of us, just we just went on with our lives, which is what we should have done with this. But we decided to make it into a pandemic. Um, so that's my opinion. We took basically a, a you know, uh, we could argue that it's it's a bad cold or a bad flu. All right. I'll give you that. Maybe sure. potentially it's a bad cold, bad flu. Uh, it's well within the range of what we used to call – I think it was – I, I put out a code. There was a code system, one through five, like a Richter scale. This is a code two virus based on what the CDC used to say, which is we're willing to accept – to. I think it was up to 450,000 deaths in America and call it a code two. Not a three, not a four, not a five. Right. A at code. its peak at, at its, its peak. peak at its peak yeah and we're nowhere near the top limits of what would have been a code 2 did you think we would destroy every job we can find in America uh destroy our american exceptionalism shut down our ability to produce food looking at food shortages in our future and inability to defend ourselves china is the only country manufacturing in the world Therefore China is 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 I think set up to take over and become the number one power of the world. Did we think we would give over that level of, of world power over a code 2 virus? I don't think so. Right. Um, and so, so that's what's behind all of this. Here if you're just
1: tuning in, this is your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. We've got special guests with us Dell Big Tree. Um, we are talking about COVID-19. We're talking about vaccines. We're talking about freedom of choice when it comes to healthcare um, for for you and your family. Um, We've addressed a few things on here about, you know, we're big um, solution presenters on the show. It wouldn't be very Life-giving. If um, we only talked problems, which is why we're hope dealers, and we we reset your autonomic nervous system. We help you and your family express your full God-given potential. So whether you've been vaccine injured or not, whether you are concerned about COVID, um, here's what I can say. In my office in Ann Arbor, Michigan, we have two we have two patients out of the thousands that we take care of, two patients that have tested positive for COVID. One of them was a new patient who's a medical assistant who showed up at the end of March, found out the next week she had tested positive. So she was already exposed before she came in. And then we have another patient who owns a home health care agency around an aged population, completely asymptomatic, but because of his the business he owns, he had to be tested and, and he tested positive. Two patients since this came up, you know, in February and, and then so March, sick, and then they had to get tested to know they had it right. Unbelievable. <laughs> and so here's the thing, though. I mean, we've said for years that uh, that getting your nervous system reset with a with a precise corrective chiropractic adjustment will boost your immune system by 200%. It cuts pharmaceutical expenditures over a seven-year study by 85%, 62% less outpatient surgeries, 60% less doctor visits, and 58% less hospital admissions. My gosh, like we've been saying for years, don't ever play defense on your health. Don't play not to lose. Don't wear a freaking mask that doesn't do you any good. It's like, it's like, um, having a chain link fence and hoping a mosquito doesn't get in your yard, but that's what the governor says. So whatever. Um, and we can we can have our business shut down if we don't enforce this crap. And then we like we take all of this stuff and everybody's playing defense and we're saying, wait, nobody's getting sick under our care. And so And now the stress that is on the nervous system because of all this COVID stuff, we're in fact, I do need to say, we're doing a webinar next Monday night, a live webinar for free. Dr. Kramer and I are doing this. It's how, the stress of COVID-19 is negatively impacting your family's health. Now, listen, it's the stress of COVID-19, guys. We're not right. saying COVID-19 is what's negatively impacting your family's health. It's the stress that is resulting from COVID-19 and what you can do about it. So that's a free webinar next Monday, 8 Eastern. Um, you'll see links on all the social media stuff. You can sign up for that. Um, and it's free. We just we just want to deal some more hope and keep it positive. You know, my gosh, turn off the news. Make sure you're watching High Wire. Um, I mean it's 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 really good stuff. Now here's a question I have for you, Del. Um, I think I observed about a half a dozen cases of what looked an awful lot like COVID in October and November of last year. Um really, really similar symptoms, high fevers, non-responsive, people just um, you know, really for a couple weeks, and then as always, things, you know, faded. They did they did fine. Um I thought, and this is just my own kind of observation, I'm really not a very political person, um, but I thought, isn't that interesting that October, November is when impeachment, September, October, November is when impeachment processes were, you know, hearings were happening. Then President Trump was acquitted. And, and I'm seeing this stuff at the same time, right? And then a few months later, I'm seeing like, oh, this stuff that I was already seeing in the fall as a clinician is now showing up as a pandemic, which doesn't make any sense. It's, I mean, we've done tons of shows on the 1918 Spanish flu and what that did, how devastating that was and how chiropractic care is actually what, there were fewer deaths per, you know, 50 than there were in chiropractic patients than there were in the medical patients. And so we've talked about that stuff a bunch saying, guys, you know, this is what's going on. Do you, how much
3: of this do you think is political? You know, what's going on? I don't believe that this pandemic is necessarily political. I I can see, and you might be right, and this is just my opinion. You're asking for my opinion. I I I, I think the pandemic's being used by a lot of opportunists to achieve certain goals, and one of them is certainly to attack Donald Trump. I think hydroxychloroquine and that discussion is definitely political. I believe that the FDA, Tony Fauci, and the powers that be, Andrew Cuomo, are murdering innocent Americans now by denying hydroxychloroquine. That's why my YouTube channel got shut down. Uh, ironically, as the anti-vaxxer Del Beatry or the anti-pharma guy, what's ironic is I lost my website or my, my YouTube channel the moment I promoted a pharmaceutical product. That should really make people wonder what's <laughs> going on there. you know? uh, Interesting. But, so I think that that is definitely political. I think the pandemic is designed... Uh, to create a forced vaccination for the planet. It not only creates that. billions and hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars in revenue, it is control of us completely. There is no need to worry about gun laws or, or land laws or rights if they now control your body and are injecting with products you don't control, which can control your mood, can control your uh, reproductive abilities. All of those things are within the control of the government once they're injecting you with things you have no control over. That's what I believe this is really all about. I don't think Bill Gates is in it for the money. I think he has plenty of money. I think Bill Gates is making a land grab for world control through a crazy uh, cabal being created between Silicon Valley, the you know the internet, computer systems, uh, tracking systems, and the pharmaceutical industry. Those two industries coming together is one of the most dangerous. Combinations. You bring in 5G, which is really yeah. only—it's not. None of us can even utilize the speed at which our our cell phones can already work with three or four G. 5G is for the computers and systems that are going to track us. Plenty of evidence. If you talk to the military, that six feet is the known distance for perfect facial recognition, but also audio recording. It is, and I and I come from school. I, I've been in in entertainment wow. media. Wow. You can't differentiate two voices that are inside of that six feet, which one is saying what. If you pull out six feet, you can isolate it. All of those things wow. I think are playing into these things. Um, I want to be you know, really clear about two things because you know, we're at the end of the time here. Number one, the vaccine that we're all waiting for will never be here in time. So mask away, lock yourself in your basement. The only thing you're doing is destroying the economy of the greatest nation in the world that was once totally free and was the example to the world of what a great nation could be. We are ceding all of our power to China right now because they're online. They're the ones making the drugs for us. They're the ones building the cars that you're getting for free for the next three months, even though you won't be able to pay for it once the loan comes due. They're providing every product there is, which means all the work that, I don't care what you think about Donald Trump, He finally equalized that playing field. They didn't like it. And now we are locked in our basements. We are off the racetrack, folks. We are in a pit stop, afraid of a virus with a 0.26% death rate, while China is on the track, the only one on the race, them and Sweden, by the way. Sweden, Mm. who is another huge story. We could have gone a whole hour on the only nation that didn't mask, didn't lock down, and the only nation not having a resurgence of this virus. Um so go ahead.
1: Well, we Dell, listen, we are out of time. I we yeah. could I feel like we're just getting started, man. Just getting I started. so <laughs> appreciate it, Dr. Kramer and I so appreciate this. Thank you this. so much. And, you know, I'd love to continue the conversation if there you know if there's I I know there's more to say. Yeah. Um but unfortunately the the we are out of time. This is uh, your weekly checkup. Our number is 866-521-well, 866-521-9355 if you're interested in seeing if your nervous system is carrying too much stress. Um, call that number, Dr. Kramer and I will be happy to offer you a complimentary consultation with uh, any of our doctors on our teams in Ann Arbor and in Troy. Um, and we just, uh, Dell, how can people find you as we as we sign off here?
3: One simple task, if any of this stuff rings true for you and you wanna know about it, please go to thehighwire.com and sign up to our email list. We will one day imagine being cut off of most of the social media platforms, but we are delivering the best scientists in the world that are speaking the truth. The majority of science is against the lockdowns, against the masks and against waiting for a vaccine. We are proving that with the highwire. So go to the highwire.com, sign up to our, our mailing list. And all we will ever do is alert you to the breaking news that you need to hear that you will never, ever hear by the pharma controlled mainstream media.
1: Del Tree, thank you so much um, on behalf of our teams in Ann Arbor and in Troy and our awesome team at WMUZ. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, join us next Monday night, 8.30, uh, excuse me, 8 p.m. Eastern time for uh, the free webinar on what you can do for your family regarding stress from COVID-19. We will be back next week on your weekly checkup. Del Bigtree,
3: thank you so much. It's been an honor. Blessings to you. Keep up the great work. Will do. Thank you for your being brave and, and sharing this topic. God bless
2: everybody. Good night.